Hey Slate Church, it's so good to see you. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, if you're with your Connect group, hello to the whole Connect group. If you're by yourself, it's so good that you made this a priority uh, this, uh, this day. Listen, we're so excited for you to tune in. Um, we're really excited for what this whole, um, this whole experience is gonna be. We're still having a service, it's just online. And uh, it's gonna feel a little bit different, it's gonna look a little bit different, um, but it's, it's no less important to actually engage with this. In a moment, we're gonna go into worship. And it might be awkward at the start. Uh, maybe you've never worshiped across a, a computer screen or a, or a TV screen or something like that. Um, but it's still a great opportunity to actually to lean in to what God is doing. Uh, perhaps for you, it looks like it's, it's silence, but perhaps for you or even your connect group, maybe it does look like getting up and getting moving and raising your hands and leaning in. Regardless, let's make sure the posture of our hearts for this entire, um, this entire service is still directed towards God and the expectation that he's gonna move in our lives and not just our lives, but the lives of our church as we gather together online. Really excited for all that is to come. We're about to go into worship. So why don't we bow our hearts? We're about to pray and uh, we'll get into it. God, thank you so much for um, the opportunity to still gather all around us. Uh, things, things are a little crazy, but God, we're gonna continue to lean into you. We're not gonna be uh, fearful. We're gonna be faith-filled. And Jesus, as we begin to worship in just a moment, God, we are praying that your presence would be with us as a church and guide us into a deeper understanding of who you are. We pray this in Jesus' name, amen. Hey Slay Church, wherever you are, we invite you to come and worship with us. You are the word at the beginning, one with God the Lord most high. You're hitting glory and creation Now revealed in you are Christ What a beautiful name it is What a beautiful name it is The name of Jesus Christ, my King What a beautiful name it is Nothing compares to this. What a beautiful name it is. The name of Jesus. You didn't want heaven without us. So Jesus, you brought heaven. Sin was great, your love was greater. What could separate us now? What a wonderful day it is! What a wonderful day it is! The name of Jesus Christ, my King. What a wonderful name it is! Nothing can. What a wonderful day. 
death could not hold you. The veil tore before you. You silenced the boast of sin and grave. The heavens are over it. The praise of your glory for you.
What an incredible time of worship. You know, we wanna take some time to pray over the prayer requests that have happened or come in over this past week. And just a reminder, during this time of meeting together online and in connect groups, that you can actually submit prayer requests online uh, by going to our website and submitting them there. We're gonna to continue to pray for those even this week. Um, today, we're gonna to be praying for someone's daughter who's recovering from surgery. We're also gonna be praying for someone that they would receive healing over an unknown allergic reaction. Praying for someone's mom that they would be healed from an unknown mass on her lymph node. We're also praying for someone that they would have strength and endurance at work right now. We're praying for someone else's uh, mom as uh, that they'd be healed for cancer. Listen, obviously this is just a portion of the prayer requests that have come in over this past week. Um, but just as we do on Sundays, as usual, uh, we're just gonna pray over these. And uh, if you have a prayer request of your own, uh, why don't you just open up your hands right now, ready to receive uh, from God as we begin to pray. Let's close our eyes, let's pray. Jesus, we thank you so much uh, for, for who you are. And we thank you that you're still in control. We're thank, we thank you that you're a good God. As these prayer requests have come in over the past week, God, you know all of them. You see all of the prayer requests. And God, we just pray over every single one, every single need that is happening in this moment in our church or connected to our church. God, we pray that you would um, um, show yourself to them. God, we pray that you would reveal yourself to them. And God, we just pray for miracles this week within our church. God, we also pray that we're, uh, as we're amidst uh, this, this um, season of, of dealing with COVID as a world, God, we just pray for um, uh, uh, just um, everybody who finds themselves in isolation, whether it be in Italy or China. God, we also just pray for those of us um, that are, are trying not to get sick and, and the vulnerable amongst us. God, that you would just continue um, to bring peace across our world. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, why don't we also celebrate some of the great things that have uh, happened over this past week. So today someone is thanking, uh, thanking God that despite many adversities, their parents' 60th wedding anniversary was this week. How incredible is that? 60 years of being married amongst all these adversities. That's great. Someone else is thankful for our church, its leaders, and the varying uh, uh, service times which allow them to attend in the midst of a busy schedule. Hey, it's even more varying now during this season, isn't it? You can attend church whenever you want. That's amazing. Someone else is thankful for amazing friends who lent them a car when they didn't have any transportation. Someone else is thankful for a successful surgery. Someone else is thankful that they got a co-op job for the summer. Someone else is thankful that their brother went to next steps. Absolutely love some of their prayer, uh, praise reports that have come in over this past week. Hey, um, right now you're probably meeting in a connect group or you're, you're with yourself. Uh, if you're with connect group, why don't you just uh, say hi to everybody around you? Why don't you give some elbow bumps? Um, make sure that uh, there's no um, skin to skin contact, uh, of course. And if you're by yourself, why don't you just like pull out your phone and send someone an encouraging message in this moment. Even on your iPhone, nobody uses this feature, but you could even do the touch feature, you know, just tap, uh, you know, send a, a little touch to somebody. Um, a little safer that way. Whatever you gotta do in this moment, let's make sure that we know that even while we're having church online, we can still stay connected to everybody around us. This is a really important thing for us as a church, that we continue to remember that uh, actually people aren't that far away. Thank, thank God for technology. And so uh, if that's you, why don't you just send a text right now. And for everybody in your connect groups, hopefully you're done elbow bumping because we're about to go into a giving moment and uh, uh, I'm gonna pass it over to Pastor Emma. Hey Slate Church, 
If you have your Bible with you, why don't you pick it up and turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 9, starting in verse 10. It says this, Now he who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will also supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. You will be enriched in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion and through us, your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. You know, I love having the opportunity to talk about generosity and talk about giving on a regular basis. You know, it's incredible how God gives us everything that we have and everything that we own and everything that we bring into our bank accounts, into our finances, and we have the opportunity to give back to Him. It really is a testament to where our trust lies, where our hope is, and who we say is in control in our lives. You know, we can say, oh, we're in control, and then giving will be one of the last things on our list to do. Or we can say God is in control, and giving is the first thing that we do in response, and everything comes after that. So no matter what season you find yourself in, no matter what situation you find yourself in, let's prioritize giving back to God what is rightfully His. Let's prioritize saying, God, I trust you. And you know, I love in this verse, it says, on every occasion, in every occasion, God has given us so much that in every occasion, Occasion, whether things are good, whether things are difficult, whether things are um, are going so amazing for us, or whether things are really challenging for us, in every occasion we need to give back to God. This is where our thanks come from. This is where our trust comes from giving back to Him. So just wanted to encourage you with that Slate Church today, uh, in whatever season you find yourself, make sure that we are giving first to Him. Just because we haven't met together physically on uh, a Sunday here um, in Waterloo doesn't mean that we shouldn't be giving back to God out of our finances uh, on a regular basis and doing that today as well. So we just wanted to give that opportunity for you to do that. Um, you can give text to tithe, the number is on the screen uh, right now, or you can also go to slatechurch.com and you can give that way. Uh, if you wanted to set up automatic monthly giving, this is a great opportunity to do that. If you go to our website, slatechurch.com, you'll find the form to do that. You can fill it out, send it back to us. We'll get all of that set up for you. Um, so let's just be faith-filled and faithful in our giving this week as we go into the week ahead. Why don't we pray together over our giving? God, I thank you so much that we get to give and that we get to give in every season on every occasion. And this brings thanksgiving back to you, Lord. We trust you with our finances and uh, we continue to believe that as we give today. We pray all of this in your name. Amen. Hey, what a great giving talk. Um, we wanna let you know about a, a few of the things um, that might be changing during this season for us as a church. First up, I wanna talk about St. Patrick's Day. St. Patrick's Day is a big deal for us as a church. As uh, some of you might know, there's a big party that happens every single St. Patrick's Day on Ezra Street here in Waterloo, Ontario. Usually we send volunteers, we hand out thousands of water bottles, thousands of timbits, and uh, it's a really exciting time for us as a church. The Chief, Ontario, uh, Chief Medical Officer of Ontario is recommending that nobody gathers in crowds of over 250. Um, in fact, 
they're really trying to make sure that this, uh, this crowd doesn't actually get together on St. Patrick's Day. And so in order to make sure that, you know, we just abide by what our leaders are telling us to do during this season, and even just support the efforts of making sure that nobody shows up um, during these different circumstances, we're actually not gonna be doing St. Patrick's Day this year. In fact, our water order actually got canceled uh, in the midst of all this, as, as it should have. And, um, and so really, even if we wanted to go, we wouldn't even have the right things to do. And so uh, we won't be having St. Patrick's Day. We will be uh, making sure that we reallocate these resources and, and still do something uh, really big this year as a church because this is a really important thing for us. City Impact isn't just St. Patrick's Day. Uh, and unfortunately, it's not also just um, the Elmira Maple Syrup Festival because we also won't be there as they've canceled that event. But it's much more than that. And we're gonna be doing lots of stuff throughout this year. Want to let you know about Kingdom Carriers. Kingdom Carriers, as of right now, it's happening this coming Saturday from, uh, I believe, 10.30 to 11.30. You can get more information on our website, but as of right now, that is happening. In fact, if you're wondering about some of the other things happening in our church right now, you're wondering if youth is happening, prayer mornings, or whatever else, I mean, the status of those things are, are um, they, they could change at any moment um, based on the guidelines being given to us by the province of Ontario. So the best way to make sure that you stay up to date is by going to our website at slatechurch.com or um, just keeping in tune with our social media um, because we'll also be posting about all that stuff there. But as I said, as of right now, Kingdom Carries will be happening. That's uh, for people in our church that really believe that they have a gift of generosity, uh, generosity, generosity uh, paired with a passion for investing for the kingdom of God. And so if that's you, make sure that you still uh, commit to that because we would love to see you and, uh, and, uh, and, and be able to meet you there. I want to let you know that connect groups are also happening during the season. Um, we want to be wise with this, and so connect group leaders, make sure that we're sanitizing even our own homes. For those of us that are attending the connect groups, let's make sure that we're uh, washing our hands properly. And if we have any signs of uh, sickness at all, uh, let's just make sure that um, we refrain from going to the connect group that week. Um, basically, it'll be two weeks until you meet up again, and so you're in that safe zone uh, once you meet back up. But we absolutely want to make sure that connect groups are still happening. This is a vital part of our church during this season, because while uh, it seems like a lot of our world is going to be isolating themselves, working from home and all the rest of that stuff, we actually have a great opportunity to gather in small groups um, and, and still be able to um, uh, find community during this season for us as a province, as a world. And so connect groups are still happening. All right, really excited for this next portion of, of, our, uh, of our time together. We're about to jump into um, not really a message, but actually a, a bit of a conversation from us as lead pastors. Uh, we've titled this conversation, Strong and Courageous. Uh, we really believe that it's gonna, it's gonna benefit you, it's actually gonna bless you, and we're really excited um, uh, for all the, uh, the, the thoughts that are to come out of this. So uh, sit back, but make sure you also take out your notebooks. Uh, make sure you take out a pen, uh, take some notes, uh, maybe pull out your phone, make sure it's charged. If it's not charged, plug it into a wall somewhere. These are things you can't do on a regular Sunday morning. So whatever you gotta do, make sure you get this message, this conversation into your heart. Really excited, uh, let's go. Well, hey Slate, welcome to Church Online. What a cool experience this is. What an awesome thing that we can harness technology to still gather together as a church. It's actually a pretty cool thing that we get to do this. And, you know, as lead pastors, we wanted to make sure that we're actually still bringing a word in season for exactly what we're going through right now. 
Um, but we didn't want to just bring like a um, kind of a typical sermon. This week we thought, how awesome would it be to actually have kind of a panel conversation and be able to talk a little bit. As you just heard, we are titling this Strong and Courageous. So go ahead, again, write that down in your notebook. This is still a great opportunity to take notes. Um, but really, we, we wanted to have this conversation. Really, it's a conversation all about how we can be faith-filled even in a fearful time. How we can be faith-filled as Christians even in a world that's maybe a little bit fearful right now. And we really think that it's an important conversation for us to have uh, together with you as a church because we want to be equipped in this time to actually go into the world and shine the light of Jesus wherever it is we go and, and actually just show his peace, the great peace that we, we have knowing Jesus. And so we just wanted to start by uh, sharing a scripture. We think that, you know, turning to the Bible is a pretty great place to turn as we do this. And by the way, we also just want to say that um, we're just doing a one-week pause on our Holy Habits series. We're going to continue this up, but we thought that right now, based on everything that's going on, we're going to do a one-week pause. We're going to talk about this, but um, uh, we're going to get back to that next week. But hey, let's talk a little bit about what we're going to do today. We want to read a scripture, uh, Joshua 1, verse 9. And this is where we're getting our title for this conversation that we're having today. It says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. What a great reminder for us in this season. The Lord our God is with us wherever we go. And just before we jump into the conversation about this, I just want to bring just a, a couple other scriptures that I think do a good job to um, actually help us in this time. We can read in Psalm 34 verse 4 says, I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. Let's seek the Lord at a time like this. Um, John 14, 27, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. And 1 Peter 5 verse 7 says, casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. You know, in this kind of time, in this kind of season, it's more important than ever that we actually lean into the presence of God in our lives and, uh, and experience the peace and the comfort that comes from this. But listen, we wanted to open up a conversation around this, and we really hope that this is going to be able to help you and it's going to be able to actually equip you as we go through this time, as you go about your daily living. So, um, so guys, I mean, here we are. Uh, we've seen a a pretty crazy thing happened in our world. Something really like unprecedented, you know, something that uh, we haven't seen in our lives, but not only in our lives, like it, we haven't seen this actually in generations, like what's going on in our world today. And of course, when that's the case, it's very easy for people to become afraid. And we've certainly heard stories of people being fearful in this time. We've heard stories of people not really knowing what to do. And, you know, we read the, the news and we hold on to what that is. And then that information changes. And it can be really difficult to actually navigate life in a time like this. So we're going to open it up to the panel a little bit. In this time of fear, what are some things that we can do? What do we need to remember? What do we need to hold on to as Christians in this kind of time, and how can we actually make sure that we outwork that in our lives? What are some things we can do? Why don't we, what, what, why don't we uh, start with you, Emma? Um, I know you were talking about this a little bit earlier, but what are some thoughts that you might have around this? Yeah, I mean, when it comes to fear, it's an interesting thing because 
uh, sometimes we can say, oh, there's such extreme elements of fear. Mm -hmm. And some people are so extreme in their fear. And then, but I just worry, you know, I'm not, I'm not that afraid. I just worry or I just, you know, I'm just normal when it comes Mm -hmm. to the way that I, like the way that I feel about it. And I think it's important for us to recognize that absolutely we can have feelings surrounding this. And that is valid. As you said, like this is unprecedented. We don't know um, anything about this and what this is going to look like going into the future. But it's incredible how sometimes we normalize worry in our lives as though that should just be something that we're okay with Mm -hmm. and something that's just there. Um, And really in scripture, we see that that's not the case. Like in Philippians Mm -hmm. 4, it talks about do not be anxious about anything, right? right? Uh, Not just like, don't be anxious um, about the little things in your mm-hmm. life and the tiny things that go on. But it's like, don't be anxious about the coronavirus. Don't yeah. be anxious yeah, well. about yeah. the state of society. Don't be anxious that there's no toilet paper on the shelf in the grocery <laughs> store, right? Don't, let's not be anxious about right. anything. But sometimes we can justify our anxiety and mm-hmm. justify our fear because of the normalcy of it, where it goes, everybody's feeling this way, everybody's, so then it's yeah. okay for me. And it's actually important that we get a revelation that, hey, it's actually not of God. It's not okay. Even if it doesn't seem extreme, it's not something that we have to carry. So uh, let's continue to pray about it, like Mm -hmm. with with prayer, with thanksgiving, petition, present our requests to God. Um, And and he will take care of the Prince of Peace, like he will take care of it Mm -hmm. for us. But that might mean every five minutes. That might Mm -hmm. mean every time we find ourselves reading the news. That might mean every time we're talking about it with a friend that we are once again presenting our requests to God and once again bringing it up. Um, And not just doing it once and saying, okay, I've done it. Now I can pick that worry back up. But actually laying it down and going, this isn't normal. This isn't of God. This isn't something I have to carry. I can actually just lay it down and walk away from it. Yeah. Now that is countercultural. Mm-hmm. That is not an easy thing to do. Right. So. And I, I love that you know the end of that verse too. It, the peace of God that transcends human understanding That's right. um, yeah. can guard your heart and your mind in Christ. Yeah, yeah. Like this idea of it transcending human understanding. Yeah. I think there's something to be said for difficult times, times where society is fearful. Mm-hmm. Um, this is really what it means to be faith-filled. Yeah. That mm-hmm. transcends human understanding, yeah. where the mm-hmm. world around us might not be able to understand, how can you be mm-hmm. so strong mm-hmm. at this kind of moment? And that's where we get to point them to the fact that, yeah. hey, I've got a piece that transcends human understanding. It doesn't make sense to me. No, if, yeah. I, if I try and think about it, yeah. uh, hey, that's gonna be difficult. But yeah. this transcends human understanding. Yeah. There's a very real thing that's going on, not only in mind, but in, in our spirit, you know, mm-hmm. to our the core of our being, where yeah. it's like from within us, there's actually streams of living water that are still yeah. flowing yeah. Um, because we have got the presence Amen. of God yeah. in us. Yeah. But yeah. Um, Brennan, what's your take on this? What, what do you think about what's going on? Yeah, it, for me, it seems like the bigger um, pandemic is not even the health one. And of course, the health one is actually quite important. Yeah. And that's why we work together with the authorities yeah. uh, above us in order to like limit um, the effects of it. Mm-hmm. But uh, the bigger pandemic seems to be in people's minds. And it makes me uh, reflect on the initial verse that we read out of Joshua. Mm-hmm. And Jesus is telling Joshua, you know, be strong and courageous. Mm-hmm. And uh, really what's happening here is he's doing two things. He's reminding Joshua of who he is. Mm-hmm. But he's also reminding Joshua of their past. It's good. And uh, the reason he's reminding Joshua of who he is, um, who God is, mm-hmm. is because we know that 40 years prior to this, um, the same group of people, a generation earlier, tried to go into the same promised land that Joshua is about to cross over into. And they send a bunch of spies, and only two of those spies come back out of the many that went. 
uh, saying that, yeah, we can take on the, the giants that live there and the people that live there and all the rest. And the rest came back and said, no, no, we can't do it. And so when, when, uh, when God is telling Joshua, like, be strong and courageous, he's saying, hey, remember who I am. Right. Because in the beginning, actually, it was you, Joshua, and your, and your brother, Caleb, that actually were willing to go into the land. You were the two that came back and said, we can do this. Remember the faith you had in me in that mm-hmm. moment as you begin to lead all these people into this. And so he's reminding both Joshua, hey, hey I'm strong enough for this. And uh, you need to remember that I was willing to do this in a previous season. And I just think when it comes to um, things that our world goes through, of course, it's, it's, um, this is unprecedented for many generations. Yeah. But we do have reason to believe that God has uh, brought us through a lot of other things. And there's people on the other side of this, um, this screen. And you actually, you went through the, the, the Cold War. Um, um, and, and like you were, you're, you remember what it was to be fearful and, and people around having the same kind of reactions, uh, practicing hiding under desks in case, in case a nuclear bomb dropped. Like as much as this is unprecedented in the way the world's re- responding, and actually it's responding in, in a healthy way to make sure that we, uh, we help out the authorities. But that same mentality of fear that grips a world in different seasons, we've got to understand that this isn't the first time we've been through that. And so we've got to remind ourselves of who God is in those seasons. Yeah. We've got to remind ourselves that, that we're not only, like we actually are able to be strong and courageous. I think it's a, this, this in, in times like this, it's really easy to just feel like, well, I want to lean into that fear and that worry because it places me in, in, a, in a, a, something that we're all caught up in together. There's almost like a sense of communal feeling when we go, oh yeah, this is worrisome. And, and you can feel like you're in the trenches with, with you know, the people around you, not, not just in church, but also just in society. But that's actually not an appropriate response for us as Christians. Like we've got to battle the pull to just like want to be thrilled by the anxiousness, want to be thrilled by the empty supermarkets, which I think you actually have a, a pretty... Um, a cool metaphor when it comes to that. Yeah, I mean, we were talking uh, yesterday, and I shared this with you guys as well. Uh, you were texting with someone who yeah. works for like a warehouse that does supply for many of the grocery stores yeah. um, in this area, and he was texting you and sending you pictures of all of yeah. the empty shelves in grocery stores, and then he sent you pictures of their warehouse and was just saying, like, we are like oversupplied right now. Yeah. We are overstocked with food, and he showed you like the skids upon skids of toilet paper and canned goods and all of the things that exist in the warehouse. And I think it is such a temptation, this kind of metaphor, I think it works for us. It's such a temptation to live our lives in the empty grocery store shelves, like to live as though we are empty grocery store shelves and there should be a panic rising up. Uh, But I think that God is actually calling us to live a deeper, Mm -hmm. uh, with a deeper trust in him and Mm -hmm. understanding on him uh, that we can actually live as the warehouse of like, there's an abundance there. God has an abundance yeah. of peace. God has an abundance. He knows what's going on. He knows what's happening. And there's a depth with that of yeah. going, hey, yeah. like we get to live that way. We don't have to live like there's just empty yeah. grocery store shelves yeah. um, in yeah. our own lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, super good. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so true. And I think even, um, you know, I, I remember preaching a message at the very beginning of this year about Caleb. And this idea where Caleb says to God, give me the hill country. Mm. And he's not afraid of what lies ahead. Mm. And Caleb, just this man of faith for 40 years, he's still got the same thing. And he says to God, God, give me the hill country. Mm. Hill country, of course, it's the hard ground to take. But I think we just need to have a give me the hill country kind of faith. Even in times like this where we say, hey, it's a tough time ahead. We understand we we don't know what the road might look like. Mm. But give me the hill country, God, whatever it is. 
I'm going to trust in you and go forward. Um, how about you, Victoria? What's what, what? I mean, you're one of the honestly one of the most faithful people that I know, yeah. and like, I can't even tell you guys how many times like I've just like fallen in the gutter of life, <laughs> and Victoria like just you know lifts me up like with one arm and like throws me up in the air spiritually, and I'm <laughs> thankful for that. When it comes to this for you, like, what do you see with this? What's mm. your take in this? What do you feel? Mm. I think it's so ingrained in me. My dad always saying my whole life growing up, come over to the victory side. Because right, we actually yeah. can live in the victory of Jesus Christ in the midst yeah. of everything that is going going on in our world. And uh, mm. I remember one of our teachers as well, at, uh, when we were at college, at Bible college, he said that it's important for us to have a newspaper in one hand. We need to know what's going on, especially in times like this. What is happening in the world? What are yeah. the, the government saying, the local authorities? But then we also need so to have the good. Bible in the other hand, remembering right. what God's word is saying. In 2 Timothy chapter 1, it says that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of sound mind. And reminding ourselves yeah. about that when the world is shouting some uh, very loud things. And again, we need to listen and we need to be... Mm -hmm. be wise but we also have faith we also have god's word in the midst of so all of good. that and that is such an encouragement and we can never um forget about the power mm -hmm. of that and declaring faith in the midst of everything that is happening around That's us really yeah mm -hmm. um but i agree i think that that is such a key thing sometimes uh we read the newspaper like it's scripture mm -hmm. <laughs> you know and we read yeah. it like this is the truth this is the mm -hmm. be all end all this is the uh, and you know too often the first thing that we grab in tough times is um, yeah. is a newspaper mm -hmm. right. and we leave the Bible sitting on the yeah. nightstand a little bit neglected mm. when I think it's so important that you know one of our first responses is let's see what God's word has yeah. to say yeah. about yeah. this situation yeah. let's yeah. dive into what that is yeah. and, um, and faith is what is unseen so it is declaring mm -hmm. something even when we can't see it declaring right. a faith that God is greater he is uh, the Alpha and the Omega his word actually is that encouragement right. that the source of strength that we need mm. in these kind of right. turbulent times yeah um, Okay, so obviously uh, something that we've been doing as a society, rightly so, yeah. um, has been self-isolation as yeah. a way to mm -hmm. slow the spread of COVID-19. And yeah. uh, actually, what a great thing because, um, you know, that, that in some ways feels like, uh, oh, society's crumbling as we do this. But actually, it's more of a, we're taking control of a situation yeah. by choosing to do mm -hmm. this. But of course, with self-isolation, it can so quickly uh, become, we can find ourselves actually cut off from community yeah. and cut off from all of these different things. And um, of course, we don't yeah. want that in these yeah. times. We don't actually need to be so isolated in these times. But what do we have to remember when it comes to isolation? What do we have to remember when it comes to just for the sake of those around us having to, yeah. you know, isolate? Mm -hmm. How can we do that in a healthy way? What do you think, Brandon? Yeah, I think there's a nuance in this idea of bending but not breaking. It's good. Right. And so bending, I, I love this one thing that I saw from a, a pastor or close, um, close to you, Pastor Andy Moore yeah. um, from Glad Tidings Church yeah. in, in, yeah. uh, in Victoria. That's right. And uh, he posted this thing. He said, it may look like we're retreating as a society, right. but we're actually, you know, the, the idea is actually we're gathering strength yeah, by good. making sure that we... Um, we don't further this thing. That's good. And I just think it's a great uh, perspective. I was reading actually this morning as we were preparing for this in a book of, uh, it's called How to Stop Worrying and Start Living. What a great book hey. to read right now cool. in this season by Dale Carnegie. Mm -hmm. And um, and he just has this metaphor. And, and I thought it was really good, the nuance of bending uh, but not breaking. So he just writes this. He said, um, he said I, I first saw this idea of bending, not breaking on a farm that I own in Missouri. I planted a score of trees on that farm. At first, I grew with astonishing rapidity. 
Then a sleet storm encrusted each twig and branch with a heavy coating of ice. Instead of bowing gracefully to their burden, mm. these trees proudly resisted and broke and split under the load and had to be destroyed. They hadn't learned the wisdom of the forests of the north. And uh, he says, I have, I have traveled hundreds of miles through the evergreen forests of Canada, yet I have never seen a spruce or a pine broken by sleep or ice. Right. These evergreen forests know how to bend, mm -hmm. how to bow down their branches, how to cooperate with the inevitable. He quotes the masters of jujitsu. They say, bend like a willow, don't resist like the oak. It's good. Mm -hmm. And uh, so this idea of bending, not breaking, I think it's really fascinating. And, and maybe somebody else could talk about this idea of not breaking when we go into isolation. Because of course, going into an isolated space is bending with, with what we need to do in society. That's right. But how do we not break there is, mm -hmm. is, a, is a good question. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, what do you think, what do you think, Emma? How do we, how do we make sure not to break? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's important that we we stay away from extremes with things. Like, yeah. I think that that's an important thing. You know, all of a sudden, we uh, are encouraged not to gather in large groups of people. And yeah, it's going, yeah. if I have two people over to my house, is that going to be a problem? Like, am I going to, you know, am I going to It's a far this? cry what's, from 250. What's this, yeah, what's this going to look like? What's this going to be like? And we go to these extremes that we have to kind of shut everyone out, shut the world out, protect ourselves, yeah. protect everybody else. Right. Now, of course, if you're sick, like right. do the things yeah. necessary. Uh, yeah. But it's important that we still uh, bend the way that we ought to bend, but still mm -hmm. bring people into community, meet mm -hmm. with your connect mm -hmm. group, mm -hmm. do what you're doing right yeah, now. So true. Um, right. You know, right. have people in for dinner, go for a walk yeah. with, with mm -hmm. friends and, mm -hmm. and do these things as you can do them. Also harness technology. Um, yeah. Like make sure that you are texting people, not scrolling yeah. on social media mm -hmm. and being like, oh, there's a world yeah, outside myself so that exists. Yeah. That's just gonna fill yourself with, with maybe uh, comparison and what's sure, going on sure. and worry and all these things we already talked about. But what does it look like to FaceTime someone yeah. and like to actually yeah. uh, be talking to someone? Maybe you're working from home. Mm -hmm. What does it look like to bring in like two or three other people who mm -hmm. you know are working from home and just work at your house together with them yeah. and build community that way or set up a, a lunch with somebody and, yeah. and still go to a restaurant. Mm -hmm. um, you know, be wise in the things you're doing, but let's not be so extreme mm -hmm. with things that we say, I just have to isolate myself. Yeah. Um, because our world needs community. We yeah. need to gather that's together. Right. We need one another yeah. in the right. midst of anything that's going on. And honestly, if we just isolate ourselves completely, at the end of this, we're going to go, why am I feeling so anxious? Why am I mm -hmm. feeling so depressed? Yeah. Why am I feeling so down? Why do I feel so disconnected mm -hmm. yeah. from the people that I love? Yeah. Well, it's because we maybe put up unnecessary barriers. So mm -hmm. let's use wisdom. Let's do the things necessary. But let's also not go to extremes where we just break ourselves uh, because of maybe yeah. the things that we, the restrictions we put on ourselves. Mm -hmm. yeah. Really, we just need to bend, use wisdom, and, yeah. and be wise with yeah. all of it. Mm -hmm. Super good. Yeah. yeah. What do you think, Victoria, about not breaking? What are some, what are some ways we can make sure we do that? Uh, I think a good, word, a good start also is just making sure that you're reading God's word. It's, again, especially in, in these good. kind of turbulent times, like what are you filling yourself with? Yeah. Listening to worship, making mm -hmm. sure that you are actually starting habits. your day in it. Yeah, holy habits. This yeah. is... It's actually, what a great thing that we are doing this series yeah. right yeah. now. Like, again, God sees the full picture. He's not surprised that's by right. what is going on in our world. And I think that's also a huge comfort. Mm -hmm. uh, he's not surprised by what is going on. He also sees the future. Mm -hmm. So making sure that we are filling ourselves up because that is actually going to give us the resilience to bend yeah. but not break. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, exactly. Hey, this is a, 
a great opportunity for many of us to actually practice silence and solitude in our yeah. lives, right? We just talked about it. Also to get into scripture, yeah. Yeah. prayer, yeah. Um, you know, go check out those messages uh, if you haven't seen them yet, mm -hmm. or maybe rewatch them. Maybe you got a little bit of extra time on your hands. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe even today, it's a Sunday. And uh, hey, maybe you're tuning in for this message, but maybe tonight you just need to go back to last week's message yeah. and rewatch that. Mm -hmm. Go ahead, do it. Yeah. What a what better way to spend your time, you know, than just sitting around, I don't know, watching like reruns of, uh, I don't know, are reruns a thing anymore? Friends? Whatever, yeah. streaming Netflix. All we know is nobody's watching sports. So. No, nobody's, <laughs> you're nobody's not, watching sports. Hey, you're not watching this sports. So tune into a message, I don't know. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, on this, I think, I think that one of the uh, most encouraging things that I've seen uh, just come out of the, the recent weeks is actually the response of Italians yeah. over this past weekend yeah. who so have been good. in like extreme quarantine. It's been yeah. so, it's been, I mean, they've been really an epicenter for, yeah. uh, for this. It's been yeah. very difficult. Unfortunately, many people passing away, many people becoming very sick, certainly an economy uh, that's going to, you know, really have to work to bounce back. Mm -hmm. um, but it's a cool thing. You may have seen it. I saw it on the news, but Italians, um, they came out of their quarantine. Uh, they were still quarantined, but they came out onto their balconies and they began to sing together yeah. Yeah. all across cities, all across the nation. And what a cool thing that people started to come out, stand on their balconies, play like accordions, play yeah, the trumpet. trumpet. Uh, so cool. I saw a video of one old couple dancing on their balcony wow. as people lifted up their voices and began to sing, I think some Italian folk songs yeah. and some other Italian songs. And it was incredible to see the unity yeah. that existed because of this. What a great thing. And now I've even seen that they've scheduled that in like across social media mm, wow. and they're calling it like some sort of like Italian concert series that's taking place. So like cool. what an unbelievable thing. So but cool. I think what it points to is actually deep down within us as humans, um, even in, the, even in the midst in the face of difficult times and tough things that are going on, yeah. that our leaning actually isn't towards isolation, but it actually is towards yes, community. Right. And it's amazing how, as humans, we can become pretty creative in ways that we find that community with yeah. other people. This so is true. not something you could have predicted a month ago, but what like a powerful thing. And I actually think it's that cool. it actually points in many ways to um, uh, j just the fact that, that us as humans, we are resilient people. Yes. Yeah. We are people who yeah. um, can overcome pretty yeah. incredible things. And we, ha we have yeah. been, as you're saying, Brandon, for, for all of humanity. Yeah. Right? We, we don't need to blow this out of proportion and yeah. when you start to look back over the years. Yeah. Um, but I think it's an amazing thing that, uh, that we're able to do so. And so I think it's good for us to start thinking, how can we get creative? Mm, yeah. How can we start to uh, do this kind of thing? Really and good. you know, maybe, oh, I gotta self-isolate for 14 days. Doesn't mean that you have to be alone completely, no communication Absolutely. for 14 days. I think that we can actually reach out as, as we've been saying. I yeah. think that's an important yeah. thing. Utilize technology, what yeah. a gift that yeah. is it's actually It's an important thing seasons. to consider. Yeah. But yeah, go ahead. I, I wonder uh, in the midst of all of this, mm -hmm. you know, this is a question I've been thinking of. How do we, how do we navigate the disappointment that might be following people in the midst of this? Mm -hmm. I know for so many people, uh, March break is coming up, trips yeah. have been canceled, yeah. um, concerts yeah. have been canceled, people have like, I had tickets to the Leafs game, oh, I was totally. going to surprise yeah. my son. Like, you're just seeing all of this come out. And I mean, yeah. we live in a world where we're also booking things in and planning yeah. things yeah. and living life. And, and I know that's affected us and yes. it affects yeah. everybody. Yeah. And so how do we deal with disappointment in the midst of this? I mean, mm -hmm. we have the yeah. perspective that this yeah. is obviously a huge thing. Mm -hmm. We need to do these things for the greater good. And to, mm -hmm. well, so how do we navigate I think that? it's a good, I mean, we've all been affected. Mm -hmm. Obviously, yes. um, you know, we, we all have plane tickets booked mm -hmm. in the next 
week yeah. to go to Europe. Yes. Yeah. Um, like this is like a very it's real right thing. There. Yeah. It's it's right there. Been looking forward to it for months and months. Yeah. Um, well, here's here's one way that I think that we can make sure that we deal with the disappointment. I think we got to remind ourselves that God's on the throne. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think we got to remind ourselves that he's still good. We got to just live on the victory side of life, yeah. certainly. We got to also, I heard a, a recent thing lately, and this speaks to something bigger, but I think that it can apply to even this situation. Um, that perhaps when when life, this it, it talks about in when it comes to culture and society, mm-hmm. but let's just yeah. say life, uh, put it on an individual level. Yeah. Sometimes when life zags, the presence of God wants us to zig, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's a bit of a zigzag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so sometimes when it's like life takes an unexpected turn, mm-hmm. right. perhaps God is calling us to look in a different direction, something that he wants to do mm-hmm. in our lives in that situation. So maybe life is zigging a bit and God's calling us to zag a little bit. Mm-hmm. And maybe he's got something in yeah. store for us yeah. that uh, can actually bring us great joy, even in the midst of something when it's like, my plans aren't working out, mm-hmm. but how can I lean into God's plan yeah, in this season? Great. And um, let's also always remember that, hey, we can always reschedule the plane ticket. Mm-hmm. It's going to be a new mm-hmm. season of hockey, basketball, mm-hmm. baseball. Yeah, it's going to come true. back. Yeah. Um, let's find the joy in the little things in life. Yes. Uh, let's find joy in one another. Mm-hmm. And yeah. is it? I think that's kind of an ironic thing that even in the midst of self-isolating, I think we can actually find joy in community yeah. that maybe we don't experience mm-hmm. as oh, much yeah. as a culture yeah. because our joy is coming from some other things. Yeah. Let's look towards those things, yeah. you know, when it comes yeah. to that. Yeah. Um, I feel like this but, is kind yeah. of like it's it's forcing us as a society kind of a little bit to slow down and also actually kind of to... Um, yeah. Uh, take a what would be the word be like restock or re-inventory of kind of like what are the okay. things that I actually have to be grateful for yeah. um, sure. like right now like it, it's my family safe my family's healthy like that's yeah. something to be grateful for uh, and not take for granted yeah. in the midst of it as there are so many yeah. people that are so experiencing yeah. sickness yeah. And, and it's very real yeah. well I love what exactly what you're saying because in Philippians 4 mm-hmm. what we referenced earlier uh, before that verse of don't be anxious, but I think it says rejoice in the Lord yes. always. And I say again, rejoice. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. rejoice yeah. always. Yeah. Every situation. Yeah. It's, it's so exactly true. I think it's that choosing what are you dwelling upon? What are you fixing your mind on again? It is, yeah. is it what is true? What is it what is noble and mm-hmm. pure and all these right. things? So I think it's just we get to uh, actually take charge of that. Let's talk about, just real quickly, i um, going to wrap up in a couple minutes, but let's talk about our church's response. We talked yeah. we talked yeah. a little bit, uh, certainly in the MC moment, Brandon, I know yeah. you were touching on it, but talking about, as a church, how we're planning on, you know, going through this season and how we can actually see this season as a time of growth for us as a church. Yeah. Like, how, how can we do that? What do we think? What are our takes mm-hmm. on, on our ability? Brandon, why don't you go ahead and start? Yeah, I, I love this idea, this theme that we've been talking about. I think it applies to church. We need to bend, not break. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Um, you know, I think you know, I think even we may have used the language when we were talking, like we're moving church online, and right. it's like, well, actually, we're not moving our church online. Like in some ways, we are across the breadth of everything we do as a community, but we're moving our service services yeah, yeah, online. Yeah, yeah. Like big difference. <laughs> um, Sundays aren't our church. Like yeah. Sundays are an aspect of what we do yeah. as a church. Gathering. It's a gathering of our church, mm-hmm. but that's not church. And so when we move uh, things online, we're actually moving our services online. And so what it means is that we can actually still be the full fledged church during this time, totally. you know, I, I'm, I think, uh, I've been thinking about a lot of different aspects that, you know, maybe we could miss in this season. We can miss community. We can miss mm-hmm. opportunities to serve one another. Mm-hmm. We could even miss like just that, re- that financial responsibility to give in this season. You yeah, know? Right. Even, even for me, you just start to think about what's it going to do to the economy and you go, 
that's not that's not up for me to decide. It's not up for me to shore up my accounts and draw right. back in a season where I believe that God's in control. It's mm -hmm. actually about putting my faith back yeah, in Him. And so I think I think there's actually out of all of that, we've talked a lot about community. We talked even in our giving talk about giving. Um, but I really think this service thing is actually a really interesting thing for mm -hmm. us a church, as a church in this. I think there's ways to be really creative as a church. Mm -hmm. And again, um, church is essentially the sum of all of its parts. So as individuals, we can get really creative. So we might not be able to do St. Patrick's Day, but as individuals, a part of Slate Church, we can still serve mm -hmm. as the church. Yeah. And um, I, I steal something you said earlier, Luke. Um, you picked up on it. It's like, yeah, um, we need to be washing our hands, mm -hmm. but now's the time for the church to also wash other people's feet. Yeah, that's good. And uh, what does it look like to put a message out to um, people that you know are at higher risk of, mm -hmm. of uh, getting coronavirus? Yeah. Um, if they were to get it, it would be detrimental. What does it look like to send out a message and say, hey, if you need help with anything, totally. I'm there to help you. Yeah. Shovel your driveway if we get more snow. Hopefully yeah. not. Don't Hopefully speak not. that out. Like <laughs> I looked at the forecast. We're not if we get snow in this next season, just we'll pack it all. <laughs> okay, I'm kidding. But how we can practically help one another. Yeah. Even if there are families exactly. that are around you, it's... Uh, a lot of us are stocking yeah. up our pantries a little yeah. bit, but that can be expensive. Yeah. Is there anyone that maybe you can reach out? Can you cook a meal for someone? Watch yeah. someone's kids. Watch Holy smokes. Parents have three weeks with kids at home right yeah. now yeah. from school. Yeah. 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 That's such a good idea. That, that's super good. I think, um, I think that is so important. Mm -hmm. We heard a story about a woman who was sitting in a parking lot for an yes. hour trying to yeah. get groceries, elderly woman. Yes. Finally sees somebody trustworthy, rolls down the window, gives her a $100 bill. Can you go get groceries for yeah. me? I'm, I'm, I'm afraid to do so. Um, hey, what would it look like for us to reach out to some of the elderly people we know yes. and honor them by saying, can I go grab some groceries for you yeah. and drop them yeah. off here? That's what? Good. Hey, what an easy way to be That's the hands and feet start. of Jesus. Yeah. And the, yeah. Like, I think any yeah. one of us can do yeah. that. Yeah. And what a great way to serve others. But yeah. Brandon, I think you're just hitting the nail on the head. Yeah. Like, how can we do that in this yeah. season? Yeah. And I know that we yeah. can, truly. Absolutely. Um, Which is also something we're going to keep talking about as a yeah, church as well, how we can yeah. continue just to be the hands and feet of Jesus yeah. throughout this season. And what does it look like to pray during the season? Yeah. I think, too. I think Come that's on. another way that as a church we can grow. Yeah. Uh, in our trust yeah. in God, our faith in Him, yeah. just to spend time in right. prayer yeah. and yeah. Really um, and Holy praying habits. for our yeah, praying for our country, praying for our world, yeah. Yeah. praying for uh, our church, all of these different things. Let's let's be yeah. praying yeah. in yeah. this season. So yeah. Well, hey, just to conclude, you know, as lead pastors, we really just want to communicate that we honestly see this time as an opportunity for really great kingdom impact. Yes. We really see this as an opportunity in the midst of everything going on Absolutely. that God can be glorified, yeah. that actually there can be lives changed and transformed yes. because of it. And I think collectively, certainly as a society, but let's start with us as a church, let's really take an inhale just full of peace and an exhale full of confidence. <laughs> Just deep breath, deep yeah. breath, inhale God's That's peace, good. exhale That's confidence good. in That's his good. name. Amen. And we're going to see him do incredible things in our church in this season. And hey, we just want to actually still finish uh, with some prayer. Yeah. Yes. And well, so wherever you are, I just want to encourage you right now. Mm -hmm. Why don't you just go ahead, bow your head, close your eyes, whether you're yeah. with your connect group, whoever you're with mm -hmm. right now, whether you're on your own in a coffee mm -hmm. shop, just whatever you need to do. But mm -hmm. we want to take a minute right now and Actually, we understand that there are people watching and, yeah. you know, maybe you haven't made a decision to follow Jesus. Maybe you've never made um, that commitment before. Maybe you've never accepted his free gift of salvation. We want you to know that salvation is there for you. Mm -hmm. That's right. That 
God has an incredible life for you. He's got a great purpose for mm -hmm. you. He's got a great plan for your life. Maybe you're feeling a little hopeless right now. There's hope to be had in the name of Jesus. And that hope can be yours today. It's yeah. a free gift. You don't have to do anything to earn it. It's something that you just have to receive. Jesus came to this world. He died on the cross for your sins and he That's rose right. again so that you could have life and life abundantly yeah. with him. And so if I'm talking to you and you're feeling like right now, uh, you want to make a decision to say, I accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. I want to follow him after all my days. Listen, I just want you to right now, just hold that decision in your heart and just say, even in this moment, yes. Just right now in this moment, just say yes. Just uh, You can say it in your mind. You can say it under your breath. Just say yes. And I just want to include you in this prayer right now. Just hold on to that if that's you. Jesus, I thank you so much for these people mm -hmm. who are making a decision right now to accept Amen. your free gift Amen. of salvation. Amen. Father, we just pray that as they, uh, even today, that they would just feel a, a freedom that comes from knowing you and from following after you. Jesus, we just pray that um, that that today, Lord, they would just um, have this great confidence and this great peace. We thank you so much for who you are, and we thank you for the way forward that you've made for us. Bless these people and this great decision, the best decision they could ever make. We love you, Lord, in your name. Amen. 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 And hey, we want to pray just for one more group of people. But if you made that decision just there, stay tuned. Mm. Brandon's going to come back in just a minute with some more information yeah. about how you can take a step further mm. on your journey of faith. But but real quick, again, every head bowed, every eye closed. Mm. Jesus, we just pray over our church in this season. Yes, God. We just pray over our world in this season. Yes, Father, would this be a time where people can actually draw closer to you? Father, would we not be afraid? Would we not be fearful? But may we just be faith-filled in this season. Father, we pray that we could glorify you through it. We pray that we can serve others as best we can. Mm. Jesus, we glorify you. In the midst of it, of it all, we glorify you. Mm -hmm. In the midst of the new cycle, we glorify your name. We thank you mm. for who you are. We we thank you for what you're doing in our church. We thank you that we can gather in the way that we're doing. We love you, Lord, and we praise you. In your mighty name we pray. Amen. 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 Thanks for joining us for Church Online this week. Uh, we love you guys. If you just made a decision to follow Jesus, uh, make sure you tell your Connect Group leader. Uh, this is a great opportunity to go public with a decision that you've just made in private. If you're by yourself or don't even feel comfortable doing that, a great way to actually uh, get the next steps of what this journey could look like for you is actually by heading to our website at slatechurch.com and filling out our online connect card. We'd love to connect with you and get you all the resources you need on this new, uh, this new journey of faith. In fact, uh, that's where you can go. Uh, our online connect card uh, is where you can go if you want to get involved here at Slate Church, if you want, want to volunteer, if you want to uh, just get connected, get more information about who we are, or even uh, join a team. And so uh, we would love for you to, to go to our website, fill that out. Even during this season, there's great ways to get connected to our church, and we would love, we would love to connect with you. So what a great, uh, what a great time together. Uh, this, was, this was incredible. Um, I'm really excited myself just to watch back and, uh, and receive from, uh, from this, uh, this time together. But uh, if you're wondering what next Sunday looks like or what uh, everything looks like in between, again, we're just going to direct you to our website or our social media platforms, and you're going to get all the information that you need as we follow the, the, the guidelines and advice from our province. Hey, it's been a great time together. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, let's make the best of this season.
that we find ourselves in.